You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. guys welcome back to another episode of water into wine we're so glad to have you this is your girl ketley with your co-host grace valentine i'm so excited about this episode because i feel like we've gotten a lot of dms about this and i know it is a real feeling that a lot of girls have especially whether it's around valentine's day or formal season i think a lot of colleges are having formal dates now or even in postgrad i think when you're just like kind of comparing everyone's different timeline but me and ketley want to talk today about what it's like when either guys choose your friend over you when you feel always overlooked in the dating world because we know that yes we might have our couple frogs we've kissed but we probably also have those moments where we're like does where anyone we've, even we've see been me? the frog where yeah. we kind of been like I'm the, the toad. It's like, oh wait, me? I'm Vivian not like top yeah. of the roster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely been there. Like I can think of so many stories of, I mean, when I've been like, I don't know, like benched in a guy's like roster and I'm like, wait, like this isn't. Or I've been cut from the team. You know? <laughs> Flat out cut from the team. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not really how I wanted the story to go. But here we are. So yeah, we really wanted to touch on it because I think like around this time we really want, we are starting to form those crushes or we're picking back up on like old crushes from last semester. And or you're just getting FOMO because you see someone posts a picture with oh, like the their... engagement or like yeah I mean, or so just literally things. even like I mean like I said I remember in college the big thing for me was like formal dates like oh my gosh this formal the top for to hear any formal like she's going she gets to wear a pretty dress or maybe not even in that retrospect but after the holidays you saw people post cute TikTok silly challenges with their boyfriend and you're like okay I'm like I'm like grandma come on <laughs> literally. Like that is who I go to, but yeah, not a fun feeling. Ketley, have you so have you felt like the overlooked friend? I know I have. So I think like what's really interesting. I remember I saw this theory of like pretty girls having like ugly friends to make them look better or whatever. And I'm like thinking back in college, I'm like I never really was pursued in college. Was I the ugly friend? Like I remember okay, I was. I the... will literally vouch if there's one thing that you're not. <laughs> like you're literally, so if anything, I every photographer friend I have is like, can I please take pictures of Ketley as Stop. a model? And I'm oh like, my gosh. I'm like begging them to give me some more brand photo shoots, and they're like, oh, let me get out a floral scene with this. <laughs> so like, I would like one. No one is ugly in general because we're all made in God's image. We're but Ketley, if there's one thing ensures hell you're not <laughs> you're so freaking friend. sweet yeah I mean like that's the thing is like I think I like hear that and I need to hear that sometimes and I do forget it and I do want to remind my friends I'm like you're so freaking gorgeous like I remember I had a friend back home and I looked at her I was like which one of my friends you know of is pretty and she was like oh you're blonde one you're blonde friend she was so she's so pretty so I, much prettier than like, you. And I was you, like oh okay cool okay. that was like, really quick I one. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, Kelly's also leaving out of detail. Didn't you ask her to tell her who she thought was prettier than you? No, that's what I said. Okay, that's oh, what I you said yeah. that. Okay. I was like, why did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. One, one, like, one uh, of those crazy things like we'll eight, do when I like, ask. Okay, there's probably 50% of these people in this world who think you're prettier and 50% that think I'm prettier. Because the issue is everyone has different tastes. And also, she probably just was thinking of someone like... Uh, we also look like complete opposites in every way. Like, not in like So a, we're probably someone else's type. Like, yeah, we're always going like, to be like you know, someone like, else's type. If someone wants long legs and <laughs> like 
in slim arms and like Michelle Obama arms, which I've always said you have. Which I never noticed until I actually saw like an interview yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay, I, I'll take I it. See, and I'll that's take a good it. compliment. Like, and great bone features and someone who is more likely to be on Vogue, they want oh you. If someone wants someone who's more likely to be in a Coles commercial, they like a me. A Coles like, you know, commercial. But that's so. I, but I laugh because we've all done those games. I love that you admitted that you've even asked that because it's like you look up your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. You're like, is she prettier than me? Because we've like, all done it. Yeah. And we've all like and kind of had those so thoughts. And we bad. need to hear like of everyone else's opinion because I'm like, I'm thinking about this and I need to just talk it out loud. I need to sound crazy because I just need someone and to but like it's never tell me that a comfort. It's literally oh, just the comparison no. game. If you're trying to use it to like bring you up I'm not saying that you were doing this but I know I have done that too where I remember like even like in eighth grade sitting around and be like let's all say what we don't like about each other <laughs> and then at the end we were like uh this sucks like what was like, the purpose was of the this purpose? like let's it's just like, go to don't bed now torture your mind with that because there will be you the truth is like you're you have a friend in your circle who someone thinks is hotter than you and that is just you cannot do anything about it and someone's gonna think you're hotter and there might be an ex-girlfriend whatever that's pretty than you and there's some girls who always get asked to a formal date and it is because they are quote more attractive right and I like to go back to your original question like when was the time that I felt like I was benched or, or whatever like back in college like there was a guy and like I think I told this story like earlier um in the other episodes but real quick there was this guy like everyone thought that we would be perfect together I like denied it because I'm like no you don't know my type Ended up meeting him, really falling for him, really saw how well, like, we got together. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay. Like, I'm going to do it, guys. Like, I like him. Like, even admitting it was, like, such hurdles for me. So, admitted it, whatever. And then, like, we're, like, talking on the phone all the time. Like, everyone sees us together. Everyone's super excited. And then, like, he just falls off the face of planet for, like, a week or two. I don't want to be obsessive, but I'm like, okay, this is weird. So then randomly walk up to this girl who I've, like, maybe seen him interact with once before. Walk up to her and I'm it's like, It's always oh the girl you at one point thought, like... That you could, you don't have to be worried about. And I remember he said actually, that. Actually, I disagree. I always think it's the girl that in your heart, you're like, I feel like I have to be worried about. Like, you know, well, like... I think that was the thing, is like, because he said that, that's when I thought, oh, maybe I should be worried yeah. about it. The fact that you said <laughs> that, <laughs> this it, is like it's not How to confuse guys' words. Oh, yeah. for sure. So then basically I run into her and I'm like, oh, you look so pretty today. Like, haha, why aren't you dating anyone? And homegirl gets so red and so embarrassed. And this was in so my toxic knew. era. She knew. And did, you, I, did you know? I, when, she, when her face got red, that's when I knew. Um, and I was like, hmm, I'm going to make her tell me exactly, like, who she's dating right now. And I knew who it was. I just wanted her to say it. And this is my talks era. I apologize. We talked about it, all this stuff. And she was like, oh, yeah, you know one of your guy friends. And I look at her and I'm like, one, wait, which one of my guy friends? I have so many guy friends. And she finally says it. And I look at her and I'm like, okay, turn around. I don't know where I was going. I on. love toxic Kelly. Oh, she's, she's an, she was an era. She was an era. Uh, um, and I go back to my roommate and I immediately say like, oh, like he's dating so-and-so. And then of course roommate knows exactly who I'm talking to. I'm like, let's burn the pizza box. He got me like these like pizza boxes, whole long cute story. And you kept the pizza I wanted to be cute and I kept them. So I was like, you know what? First thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna burn them. And me and my diary when I'm like, I met this boy. I remember like ripping out pages at 17. Oh, like, it okay, was I didn't so meet him. Dramatic. I was joking. <laughs> well, that's like, we had like a, a fire pit in the middle of our um dorms or whatever so i, I love a dramatic like oh it was uh, like, so dramatic better than revenge moment taylor swift-esque you don't know what taylor swift it's like this whatever you gotta listen to the song you'll love that one i honestly it's like it's so toxic i honestly need to because there's some times where i'm like this was not uh-huh. okay so i literally go down to the fire pit with my friend we're like ripping out the pizza boxes and it's like dark at this point and there's people walking by like not, it's not super weird but Later down the down the line, I realized that she was one of the ones that was walking by, watching me rip up pizza boxes, 
with like fire and she's just like staring at me dead in the eye and I couldn't see who it was so I'm staring back at her so she thought she tells me this like years after she thought that I was like doing this in spite of her well okay I was but I didn't know it was her um but doing this in spite of her like literally like you know fire is like you know lighting up my face and it's super dark and I'm like ripping like a pizza hut box and there's um no one behind me so I did not expect to be benched. I didn't expect that, like, you know, everyone's hyping us up, and then this well, random girl comes like, out of nowhere, and I'm like, okay, well. I remember, actually, did I ever tell you, I went on this fraternity formal with this guy who was, like, very much flirting with me, um, but it was SAE. I always joke, don't ever go on SAE formal. I'm joking. <laughs> don't do it. And I had never really been asked on formal, so for the record, I was, like, and this guy, like, was into me, and but I also remember being, because formals were, like, a time you felt pressure to honestly, like, sleep in the same bed, have sex, like, and I told him ahead of time, like, hey, I just want to be clear, like, if you're taking me, I'm not gonna, like, I don't want to be disappointment. Like, I don't want you to be like, like, you what's that meme? Like, are you hungry for nothing? You know, oh, like, literally. Yes. For nothing. Um, And he was, like, so sweet. And I remember we talked the first night, and, like, we kissed. And it was, like, a whole weekend retreat, like, in this, like, gosh, Montague, whatever it was. And I'll never forget, literally, the next day, this other girl in my sorority showed me a picture. She goes, oh, my gosh, me and, like, your date took a picture together because we have this weird connection. Like, showed it to me. And I remember being like, oh, my gosh, she's coming for him. Like, she is coming for him. And that day, he got drunk. He, I, you know, was there just chilling. And I see them w- almost walk into the room that I was staying at to go, like, have do the dirty on the bed. And I said, not that room. I was like, <laughs> literally, just do me the favor. Room. And they went to a different room, and they did it. And she, poor girl, honestly... Like, she, we had a great talk after, because then everyone, all my friends, because we were kind of in the same group, in the same sorority, like, went to bat for me. Like, they were, like, some of them were like, yeah, we were, and I was no, like, literally, I yeah. was like, at the end of the day, and she texted me, like, I just need to apologize, and like, I'm sorry for taking your date. I'm like, honestly, you didn't take him from me. I just hope you know that, like, and like, I, and I could have, I hope it didn't sound passive aggressive, because I was annoyed, you know? No, But I was like, you have annoying. no reason to, I, I, it saved me the trouble. He wanted you in that moment. And if he even wanted you in that moment, then he didn't like me enough. And that sucks. But it it's like clarity for you when you like, okay, rejection sucks, but it's protection. And if you just walk away from it being like, now I don't have to wonder where they stand because I know that they don't like me enough. And it doesn't make them a villain even. Like, granted, I don't think he should have taken me into that. Okay, it's also I had to drive back, literally, to Baylor, two hours away. And guess who was in my car? Her, him, her date, and me. <gasps> I was like, what in the movie? Like, we love the plot. And we then I, the they boys the were plot. so hungover, they didn't want to drive. I was like, move, get out. I literally got in the car, drove their little SUV, paid for the fancy gas because they were all rich boys. Like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I got regular gas back home. That's so funny. And it sucked, but I was like, you know what? I'm just, get, get me home. Like, that was the worst experience of my life. I have no desire and I have the clarity I wanted. And you know what's so funny about like that girl, like that kind of that idea. There's a TikTok where it's this girl talking about, um, you always know when someone's coming for your man, when she comes up straight to you and she's like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. And they really try to create yes, this bond. I saw that and happen. It's so weird. And you get that vibe. You get the little, you know, pit in your stomach and you know, you have that discernment and you're like, no, but she's so nice. And they want you to think that. Yeah. They want you to not think them, think of them as competition. But in reality, it's like, right, you know, like keep your, what, friends closer, your enemies closer, your friends closer. And that's what yeah. they're trying to 
Yeah. Do. And I also think though, but keep in mind, I say this, but there's also no worse feeling than feeling like you're not even seen at all. Like you don't even get yeah. the drama of them liking you for a second. And I've been that person too, where you're like, hello, I'm here. All my friends are pretty, but like, don't you notice me? But I've had to also learn that I need to be the biggest advocates for my friend. Like when they, mm-hmm. just because they're beautiful does not mean I am not. Like I need to hype them up. I need to brag about them behind their back, brag about them to the front. And that's something even like Kelly was like, you could do better at this for me. Like, cause I brag about Kelly behind the front and then I like roast her in the front. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I should say what I tell people behind my back to her face more. Like, that is something yeah. that's, like, so healthy. And so that is something that I think is very important for when you're thinking about friendships and how to navigate that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, so I think, like, what's so crazy, I remember you were talking about advocating for your friends when they're dating and or when they're wanting to date and all of that good stuff. And I remember, like, talking to some friends after college and out of nowhere, they're like, oh, yeah, this guy was into you and that guy was into you. And I'm like, why didn't you not tell me in the moment? It's like, oh, well, they're like, I didn't think they were good enough or I didn't think this and that. I'm like, can can I decide that? Like, can I be the one to, like, you know, figure that out for myself? I'll take the mediocre guy. Because you want to be pursued. And I remember, like, looking back and I was like, why in the world did no one pursue me? And it kind of fed into this whole oh, like, I'm not attractive and, like, I, like guys don't want to pursue me because, like, no guys did. And then even, like, side story to that, I remember hearing that, like, because I had a bunch of guy friends in college, guys didn't approach me because of that as well. So it's almost like, did I bench myself? Like, was this my yeah. fault? Because I didn't, like, you know, it wasn't approachable that I always was hanging around guys. Yeah. And I didn't even think twice about it. Yeah, I know. I had a girl DM me and she was saying that she feels like... It's like she can get them as friends, but then they choose her friends. And I would also encourage, like, if that's you and if you feel like that, like, you have to walk in confidence or it just, it won't happen. You have to celebrate your friend's victories, like you said, but also you have to walk in a way that, like, you know your worth. Because I think when someone is even insecure and doubting their worth, it is a Debbie Downer without realizing it. And so, like, if you don't find peace with yourself first about, like, how you were created, like, how you look... Uh, even finding peace when you're rejected and someone doesn't like you, you don't have to, like, prove anything. You can be like, they're lost. Like, I'm great. Like, moving on. Like, that's kind of more the mentality that I feel like will give people an easier opportunity so when they do feel like someone else is seeing they realize, well, I'm still out there. I'm still visible. Mm -hmm. It's not that I'm invisible. It's not that no one likes me. It's just that someone else chose someone else and that doesn't mean that I'm not worthy. It just means that that's their opinion, you know? And I hate that that's like the first thing we go to is to look to ourselves and think that, okay, we weren't good enough or we didn't try harder or we didn't like, you know, dress up nicer and in actuality, they're just not our person. And we talked about this before in the sense of like, we want to always make it work when we like this guy because it's, oh, I don't want to date around or I don't want to, you know, figure it out with another person. Like, I got to make this work. I got to make this work. In reality, it's like, okay, like I, it didn't work with this person has nothing to do with him nothing to do with me neither of us are the villain but I'm just one step closer to finding my person um and I think when we like flip that script and we realize that like okay this is something I can look at this relationship situationship imaginationship I've heard of that phrase imaginationship I love that um and me and like (laughs) Zach Afron when I was like 13. Oh, we've all been there. Realized I was straight. Mine was (laughs) (laughs) kidding I heard it. Mine was like Tyler oh my gosh the guy from Teen Wolf not Tyler you would like the Teen Wolf. You oh, were like yeah, a Twilight the Girl. Boy. I couldn't get into that. I love it. I loved it. But my, um, my, my imagination ship, all of that, when we get over it and we realize we're one step closer to our person, we can look at each and every one of those little, you know, tidbits and be like, I can grow. I can be better I in that area. I also really think, Ketley, I, okay, as much as you said the guy friend thing, you would think we're intimidated, but if anyone ended up with you, they'd have to realize that's part of your life, that you're going to be friends. So that's true. I think it, in those moments when it may not, 
be something that steers them away. It's also protecting you from someone who probably isn't equipped. But I will also say, I think my biggest pet peeve is I think especially single girls are so scared. Like I have loved trying to set up my friends up. Like even I set up two TikTokers that didn't work out too well. Um, <laughs> but um, with a girl I used to like, whatever. Um, and like my friend Brandon and Mary, like I push for them. Like and my friends Ramsey and Al. And it's like I think people are like, well, you're single. Why are you setting up? Like because just because it's an available Christian guy doesn't mean it's like meant to work. Yeah. So I think also as much as like yeah. people put pressure on like relationship friends to set people up, like you should be doing it too. Like if you are an advocate for your friends, uh, like her finding her person or just a person who would do well because there's no the one, isn't going to stop you from finding yours. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's like this weird competition thing. I feel like I feel like happens in Christian circles because like statistically there's so many more Christian girls than Christian guys. Yeah, why is that? Because a lot I don't I think it's because like Christian guys are more likely because, to fall from the I think it's also because parents when they're raising kids they're like they please, push Christian. Please, my precious daughter, be a child of God. And like, son, I can see that. go like, sell your wild oats. <laughs> go, it's go okay that you're going kind of crazy. Like, it's okay. So it's they're easier to fall story. away. Yeah. But Christian girls are kind of like more held to the standard of like, okay, this is your life's plan. And if you don't stick to this, then like, good luck. But like, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So there's just going to be a lot more girls to like almost fight over, or not fight over, fight with to get to that one Christian guy in like the youth group in like the small group or whatever. So we see ourselves as competition. I think also looking at yourself inwardly and being like, am I the person? Like, cause I think the reason a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I'm overlooked because I'm I'm not pretty, which is like something a lot of girls have thought. Right. But is there other things about you? Because like looks are so fading. And when someone's talking about you as someone of the opposite, like, gender, are they saying that, because your looks will be one thing they mention, but what else are they saying? Like, what's your job? Like, what's your career? What are your passions? What are your hobbies? Like, what do you do for fun? Are you, do you like to read books? Do you like to knit? I don't know why I say that again. But, you know. We love knitting. Yeah. (laughs) But, so, I think if you feel like looks is just not something that you feel confident in, like, like, find confidence with it, but also look at your life and your other strengths, because, I mean, Zendaya is prettier than both of us. And, like, that's not, like, I don't feel bad telling you that. Oh, for sure. There's just, there will be always someone prettier than you, but there's no one who's going to have, like, your personal uniqueness. And, like, when someone's advocating for you or if you're meeting a guy one day, like, they're going to see those other things, too. And so you only have so much control of your looks. Like, you will look like the way you do. Like, yeah, there's plastic surgeries, but you're stuck. There's (laughs) Botox, I know personally. But, like, you're stuck the way you are. So, like, make peace with it. Be confident with it. And find other things about yourself you love that aren't based on things so superficial, like looks. Oh, for sure. And I think it was so funny, too. Every time I, like, catch up with someone, they're like, wow, like, you're so single. Like, you're so pretty and you're so confident and all this stuff. And I think what's hard is that hearing that so much, I've now come to the terms of like, okay, those things don't matter. Because in your mind, you're equating looks and success and money to being in a relationship. But if you're looking at my life, those things don't equal that. So that just shows me that like, there is more to life than these things. So I haven't even found worth in that anymore. Because I'm like, well, that doesn't matter. Because you know, I've had these things, and it hasn't led Mm -hmm. to things. But I've had, you know, times where I've met great guys, and we've had like, great, you know, what like relationships, quote unquote, but I've seen that, wow, this has shown that I need to work in this area in my life. And that's what's important. Or I remember like I was talking to this one guy and he looks at me, he's like, you're going to make such a great mother one day. And we're hearing that. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that before. And like small things like that. I'm like, that's what I've now held as like yeah. a standard than like the small, like, oh my and God, that's so a pretty. way and more like, flattering compliment right. than right. being mentioned that. And that's, 
And that's the thing is as we get older, like your looks will fade. Like you will one day be a middle-aged woman, even if you don't think about that. That has been <laughs> kids that has, you know, and you will still be beautiful, but like you're going to be a little more wrinkly. Like you're going to have even a mo- maybe a little muffin top. Like, you know, you have to figure It'll out happen. who you are besides that. So if you're disappointed the way you look, then like that, if you're going to only, I'm not to say it's going to go down from here, but like, because older women are beautiful too, but like you, you just, this is like the hottest years you have. It's mm-hmm. up to you to decide like how you're going to walk in that. Um, and if you're going to have confidence in that or if not. And I also think if you're trying so hard to prove yourself, like that's just like, I don't want to say that's not attractive because I think people are annoying. I hate when people say it happens when you least expect it oh, or I things that. like that. But if you are just like, woe is me. I'm Bambi, like, without a thing. I need a husband. Mm -hmm. And you're not focusing on anything else in your life, like your career, like your kindness, your character, hosting people, being fun, having, playing with kids, like (laughs) making family friends, like whatever it is, and you're going to miss out. And I feel like it's so funny, too, because we want to put this pressure in, like, a four-year time span and say, okay, this is when I have to figure it out. So, like, rejection's going to hurt more at that time because the pressure's on or, like, you know trying to make it work with someone who's obviously it's not going to work with, like it hurts so much more because you're putting so much pressure on it. So once you're out of the four years, you graduate, you're moving on with your life. Everyone says the same thing. It's like, oh my gosh, like why do we take life so seriously in college? And then even they bring it to this point where it's like, wow, dating is so much more relaxing, so much more fun, so much more freeing because there's no more, there's no more pressure. And I feel like even now a lot of guys have been like super, like just more confident with me too of like, oh, hey, yeah, I think you're cute. And I was like, where was this confidence in college? It's like, I don't know. Like, the only just... people who are confident are like anyone from my past. Like my <clears throat> first kiss who literally sent me the beach and said, this will be our honeymoon. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that was confidence. I honestly respected I, it. I respect <laughs> that too. It was like, maybe, maybe this will no, be our honeymoon. No, it will not be. It's just like Galveston, Texas. <laughs> He's but like listening one, and I'm I like, said, I was like, I prefer Thailand. I was like, <laughs> but Step no. it up. But um, like, I think it's so cool because now we're kind of stepping into ourselves. We're getting more comfortable with um, our career paths, our personalities. Well, you're realizing there's more to someone than Oh, for looks. sure. For sure. And that's why dating becomes so much more like easier, but I guess more realistic because mm-hmm. you're having more honest conversations. You're dealing with a lot more real things at this point in life. And like, it's easier to just get to the, get to the point and be like, okay, I want to have kids. Let's talk about it. To where in college, it's like, we have to make this work even if you're not going to have kids. Yeah. So I think rejection, like you said, it's one step of protection. And I mean, there's a lot of girls too, like I said, who are like upset about formal dates, like not going to New Orleans, the guy. That one, for all the college girls listening, you will literally not regret going, not going on a sweaty bus, painting a cooler, <laughs> being forced to share a hotel room with a sweaty boy who, like, you don't even like that much, but you wanted a picture in New Orleans or, like, whatever. You will literally not regret missing that. I know it feels like that in the moment. Just, like, it feels like that every holiday there is and you want someone. But, like, you're not missing out because that's so trivial in the grand scheme of life. And like mm-hmm. Ketley said, as you get older... There's just so many more things about you and who you find. And you also realize that all those things like, okay, make it or break it. He's perfect. He's very attractive, but he doesn't have anything else going for him. You would break it probably. Like, you know, like I think we've even joked about one person that we both know who has like DM'd me a lot who very cute, but I'm like, literally no. Like I, I, there's so many things though. It's almost like comical at this point and that's kind of mean. But, but it's it's true. It's, like, it's, it's like so I, true, though. No, like I don't care. Like I, literally, I don't know how to make it clear. And it's it's just interesting because at one point I think I would have been like so down, like you know. And I'm right. like now I'm like older and I'm like my frontal lobe, whatever is done. <laughs> and I'm like that is like he's a walking red flag, you know. And so that's something I think 
you're good about Ketley is seeing those things too. And I feel like because we've gotten older, you right. know? And so also when you think you're doing that, guys are doing the same thing too. Like they're not just looking for a pretty face. Like, mm-hmm. because I mean, if they're actually looking at what marriage represents, the church in Christ and that what it means, a commitment for life, not a commitment for your twenties or your thirties when oh you're my hot, gosh, like literally. then they're not going to just look for those things. And so if they reject you, you're being protected and also, you have no control over their opinion, so, like, stop wasting more than, like, 10 seconds wondering their opinion about you. Oh, for sure. And I think what's crazy is that we want to, again, I'll say this again, like, we want to make it work, but the reality is, like, it's so corny, it's so cliche, but there are so many more fish out there in the sea. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a big ocean, and, like, if we find, you know, just, like, one little guppy, we want to make it work with the guppy, but there's, like, this nice little, I don't know, swordfish, what are, like, whales, dolphins, like, these I'm really magnificent... trying, you're doing, remember last... Christian Eck episode, we were joking about metaphors. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. I'm going to use one. No, I'm going to use one. that was good, though. But you're so right. That is, like, so true. Like, there's... the What is it? The ocean is 90% unexplored. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you want to remember that. The ocean's yeah. 90% unexplored, and you want to make it work yeah. with this person. But there's so much more. Like, you want to go, and you want to figure it out, and you want to adventure. And I think that's the greatest thing about, like, your 20s, is that you want to figure it out. And it's so fun. To do that. It's so fun to date. It's so fun to explore. It's so fun to figure out who you are in that and just enjoy it. It's You're mm-hmm. going to find rejection in that, but it's okay. So we really love that. We really are figuring yeah. it out as we're going. Like, it was not like we have this done. We are figuring this out as we're talking to you guys right now. So bear with us. Yeah. So, I mean, if anyone has any more questions on this, please DM us. But I think that's all. I know it's hard to feel this way, but just kind of focus fully on knowing your worth, knowing your value and putting your time into other things. And you're going to be able to see so much good from that. Okay, Kelly, who are you sponsoring this episode to? Sponsoring um, this episode to, oh my gosh, I almost had like no time to think about it. All the guys who projected me. (laughs) This is is on the Taylor Swift I mean, I know. Honestly, I will say the fact that I very much think that I know that when I hope people talk about me, I loved what you said earlier. Like, I hope that they say other things that I'm pretty. And so mm-hmm. I think I've, this past year and now going into 2023, now that it's early 2023, I have been very proud of myself for how far I've come. I used to think looks were everything. And yeah. now I'm realizing that there's so much more. And yeah. I think that's kind of deep, but, but this it's episode good, reminded it's so me real. of that. It's so real. And I think like that's, I mean, honestly, I'm going to sponsor it to them because I think if it would have worked out with them, I would have yeah. kept this mentality that like, okay, my looks are everything. And like, you know, what they said that, that matters and all those compliments that they gave me, like that is like my whole personality. But I'm like, okay, now that they've rejected me, I've seen that that doesn't hold that much worth in my eyes. So yeah. um, it's been a long time coming, but I'm still trying to figure it out. But I think honestly, I'll, I'll sponsor it to the, to, the, to the boys that said no. To, uh, to the heartbreakers, the, the heartbreakers, the dreamers, Okay, the so we love y'all. Please follow us on At Water and Twine Podcast. Let us know what you want to see next. Uh, y'all are the best. And like and subscribe. It'd be great for us. Five stars like you give your Uber driver, maybe, unless you don't think it's five stars, to be honest. But we but you love us, so you want to give us yeah. five stars. <laughs> maybe, like, message us first to tell us what you hated. Okay, but we will talk to y'all later.